Hello and welcome to Don't Spoil the Ending, episode 47, um, second lockdown podcast um, with myself, Nick. I'm Sam. I'm Steve. And hi, I'm John. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so we're still in lockdown. Um, this is just a week later, so we're on the 19th week. Um, and yeah. Has anyone got anything they want to... In fact, how has everyone been this week? <laughs> yeah, how, how are you guys doing? It's been okay. I think it's just uh, it's been another week. Um, done a couple more workouts since uh, last week. Um, I was nominated for one of the 5Ks. So I did that today. Um, you did 5K today? Yeah. Um not done a not done a run in like a couple of years, <laughs> so that was tough. <laughs> the uh, my headphones ran out <clears throat> halfway through, so that was uh, that made the struggle more yeah. more real. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, but no, I got that done. So I need to then I need and I need to nominate five more people. And yeah, no, that was uh, that was pretty good. Um, but no, other than that, it's just been. Never week in isolation, hasn't it? So yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to speak for the other pod members in them, but you're probably not best nominating us. I don't think. <laughs> I was thinking there's four four of the members here. That's why I could nominate all you guys. So <laughs> you, you, you might not get the results you're after. If you do that. <laughs> How are you, Stay? Uh, pretty much the same as last week. To be honest, you know, not really doing anything. Food. Not been doing any exercise, keeping that street going. Um, don't want to fall into that trap. Um, yeah, just watching TV, playing video games and some work. Which is, it, really. which is exactly what we're here to talk about, the TV and video games that we've been playing in the past week. Mm-hmm. So, um, without further ado, um, I believe Inman has a few he wants to talk about. So, um, should we, what, we're kicking off with games, TV? Um, I've got a film. Um, I've watched watched recently. Um, not what I not in the last week, but I watched recently, but not mentioned it. Um, so uh, it's called Thunder Road. Um, been on Netflix. Um, so it started out as a short film, um, which she's made into a feature feature length. Um, so directed, written, <clears throat> and uh main actor is Jim Jim Cummings. Um so he did a short film which is uh, about 10, 12 minutes long. Basically that is the opening scene of the actual feature length film. So the opening scene is twelve minutes long, no cuts, um, which is just a fantastic scene. Um really well acted it's just basically a monologue from him um but basically he's a uh basic plot of the film is that he's a police officer but basically going through a personal meltdown in his life um following the death of his mother and going through a divorce um he's got a young daughter um um so the opening scene is at a funeral and um yeah just the way that plays out is just fantastic um 
the the whole film is like it's like really like extremely moving uh the way like jim is portrayed jim is played by jim cummings like but the main character called jim as well um he always tries and tries to do the right thing but doesn't quite work out um but he's a like extremely likable guy um he can be like bad tempered but he so he often makes situations like worse for himself um so like a lot of things like unravel for him throughout the film but you're always sort of like rooting for him um so um it was like a 200 $200,000 budget um jim cummings as i said like director writer main actor of the film um before filming he recorded the whole script doing different voices for each character and sent that to the cast and crew to play out so they could like so they could listen to him doing each <laughs> each part like each part <laughs> yeah so he was like so it's sort of like seems like this is his sort of like baby of the of the film um definitely uh definitely recommend that on imdb it's rated 7.1 but i, I got I, in there yeah go for it oh, sorry mate. uh did you mention the other week is anything to do with like bruce springsteen in this film so um bruce springsteen has the has a uh, song called thunder road um but it's not actually in the film um i don't think it's oh, ever re- i don't think it's ever referenced in the film um I think it's played in the short film, but not in the feature film. Ah, uh, so, okay. <laughs> um, there's a part, I think at the, in the first scene at the funeral, um, there's a dance scene, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious, where he's trying to do a dance along to a song so i think he does that in the short film but not in the feature film so he's trying to play a song at the funeral but it doesn't start so i think that's where it's supposed to come in but it doesn't in the feature film uh, um, right so but it's so it's got the same name but it's never actually uh referenced in the in the main film um i think i'm getting uh, confused there's another film called blinded by the light right. which is about a kid who I think is obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. No, I think I've got it mixed up with this one. That's a recent film as well, isn't it? That's on yeah. Amazon, I think. Amazon Prime, yeah. That might, yeah. That might be right. I've seen a couple of adverts for that recently. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know I know which one you're on about. Um, yeah, IMDb rating 7.1. I think I'd go a bit higher myself. Um, I'd probably give it... Well, if we're doing ratings out of five... I'd probably give it uh, four out of five or four and a half out of five. Okay. I absolutely, lo- I love the film. Definitely recommend it on uh, on Netflix for that one. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you told me the other week it was on Disney Plus or something. Is that right? Or? I thought I thought it was um, when I checked on IMDb. It seems to say it was on Disney Plus, but when I've checked, it's on Netflix. I don't know whether it's on. Oh, I don't know whether it's on on both for some reason or. But it's when I've checked again, it's on the it's on Netflix. If anyone wants to, right, check is it, it a out. Disney movie? I don't know whether it was sort of like funded by or by uh, Disney or whatever like that, or 
distributed or whatever like that but oh, it's enough. definitely on the on netflix at the moment when i uh, had a look um yeah, so i'll definitely uh, definitely check it out this week yeah um just whilst you were talking about that talking about a film made out of a short film um, you reminded me of a film i watched this week um which I'll, I'll i'll save my review for later but um it's called code ain't mm-hmm. i don't know if you heard of it it's on 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 netflix i think i've definitely scrolled past it it's it's that stephen amell um who was like the green arrow ah, um, yeah. that was serious um and it's it's just like these it's basically in a world where super everyone like loads of people have superheroes but everyone freaking hates them it's kind of like the mutant story in in marvel um films um but it's awful it's just god awful <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I weren't a big fan of it at all. Um, yeah, so that's not a recommend from me. And <laughs> 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 um, yeah, anyone else got any movies you want to talk about? No, I've not really managed to watch any this week. No, I'm saying no. Yeah, I've, I've literally, I, I forgot I'd watched one until um, Emma was talking about his, but yeah, I've not really watched anything myself. Right? Um, okay, so we can move on then from movies, unless you've got another one, Sam. Um, only a couple of documentaries, but I'll only mention them quickly. Um, the Maradona documentary. Um, <clears throat> if you're a football fan, I reckon it's well worth the watch. Um, I absolutely loved it. I wouldn't mind doing a full episode on it with anyone that's interested, mainly looking at John and Joe, though, probably. Um yep. <laughs> uh, but I think I've already mentioned that to them guys off off the off the show. But yeah, I think that would be well worth a, a show in itself. Um, but any football fan should definitely dive into that. That's the same director that did the Senna documentary and the Amy Winehouse documentary. So they were both right. like, probably, probably, yeah, yeah, they were both like critically acclaimed and. So that that one's no different for football uh, viewpoint. Uh, loggerheads with the Maradona documentary. I'm not as big a fan of it as you are, I don't think. But maybe no. if we do an episode, we can get into it in, in full detail. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I, I think it's one of them. Yeah, I think it's one of them. If you go into it as a football fan, it doesn't yeah. tell you much. You probably don't already know. It's very kind of, I think, very kind of surface level stuff that they're getting into yeah i agree i, agree. I think there's uh, it depends how much you know about maradona going into it um so there's there's a lot i i learned from it but there's some of the footage and things like that was just like was class just to see um i think i respected yeah. maradona more not coming so, out of it. It. yeah not to totally get into it now but uh, remember the, like, the opening shot of the film over the credits, and it's like yeah. uh, it's home footage of yeah. him driving to uh, to Naples to the stadium, yeah. being unveiled, and all of that is class to see, like just the streets of Naples in like was it 1984 when he signed for them? Just to see uh, all of that, like yeah. him driving there to be unveiled, I thought that was class. Yeah, it's almost like a car chase, and the way that that's done with the music yeah. around it and stuff like that. Yeah, that is class. Yeah. Um, well Second documentary was Super Size Me 2. Um, it was okay. 
if you like the first one, maybe check it out. If you weren't a fan of the first one, I wouldn't bother. That's about as much as I can say about it. It's, it's, is, is this a recent film? Or? I think it was 2017 it came out. Um, basically, he's setting up his own fast food restaurant. And I think he's still setting up franchises. So if you wanted to own your own franchise of his, uh, you could actually set up your own Super Size Me franchise. It's called like Holy Chicken. Um, so um, he sets up a chicken farm and then opens his own fast food restaurant. Um, it's pretty interesting because he did, does like a bit of a deep dive into how the how the chicken industry is set up and things like that. Um, if you like his style of documentary um, and him, because I think he is an acquired taste. Um, if you like the first one, I think it would be worth checking out. Um, but yeah, I, it was it was pretty good. Yep. What's the Name the director again. Morgan Spurlock, uh, is it? Yeah, Spurlock. So it's, he's doing part two as well, yeah? Yes. Yeah, he did part two. Ah, uh, right. It's just that I didn't even know there was a part two, to be honest with you. Uh, part one is one of those documentaries that, again, going back to the Madonna thing then, I don't feel like you learn anything from it. It's as if like, the message of the film is don't eat McDonald's well, every day. It's really bad for you. It's like, Everyone it's knows been that. massively discredited. The first film, the first uh, yeah. documentary, though, like they've tried to replicate his results, and nobody can replicate anything he's done. Mm. But it's like a bit shady. Like a lot of people are saying he's sort of misrepresented himself, or he's willfully yeah. done. I don't want to say he's lied to like do the like do over McDonald's. I feel like a lot of people think he might have like exaggerated it to make it a better documentary. Does that make yeah. sense? But I do know there's yeah. been a lot of lot of looking into what he's done and uh, like some of the meals he's doing, like people have worked out and broke down because obviously it's McDonald's, so you have the calorie content there for everyone to add up. Yeah. If people have looked at it and then looked at what he's done, he's to say, well, then oh, that doesn't really tally up with how much you say you've been having. And like you've, there's been university studies where an entire class has ate nothing but McDonald's for like a month and they've had nowhere near the issue. Obviously, it's not great for your health, but I think the extreme that he went through I think calls into question, like, well, is he being truthful of how it was doing? Um, and that, but uh, I, I actually enjoy the documentary. I think it's quite interesting. It's never going to stop me from eating McDonald's because I'm a trash person. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. I'll, uh, it's, is it streaming anywhere, Sam? Uh, it's on Amazon. Yeah, I think they've just got, like, they've said it was like a new arrival on Amazon, so they must have just got the rights to it. Because oh, it has to be interesting checking that out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on the first one. I don't, uh, I never, I thought it was interesting, but I, I, after three days, it was like throwing up out the car window, and I thought, oh, yeah, I, I, I could easily eat McDonald's for three days and not be throwing up, I'm sure. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I know what you mean about sort of like the exaggerated results. It did seem a bit like OCT and sort of, uh, um, and all that about the first one, but yeah, this, the second one, it, it is interesting and sort of like it does it's a bit of a gives you a bit of an insight into like the industry of uh, how the chicken farming is in America anyway um, it's worth checking out um, so if, what are uh, you uh, rating those two documentaries um, the Maradona doc I'd give 
four. I'll go to a four. I was debating four and a half, but I'd say four. I'll start with four. Um, Supersize me, I'd probably just go with a three. Won't go any higher than that. Very nice. Maybe not even a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, no one else has got any movies they want to talk about or documentaries? No? So, um, I'm guessing the big one for you guys is the games that you've been playing. Um, so, does it, does someone want to kick it off with a game? I've got, I've got one game, but has anyone else got something first? Because I'm, I'm eating a pole moment at the moment, so. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I didn't mention it last week, but over the last two weeks, maybe, um, I've just been steadily working through all the Wolfenstein games because they're all on Game Pass at the minute. Um, and I was a, I was quite a big fan of the uh, very original uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, I think Wolfenstein from those were, it was the first first-person shooter, but I think Doom sort of steals the title a lot, but I'm pretty sure the original Wolfenstein come first. But uh, they're okay. I mean, they're just, just shooting Nazis. I mean, it's sort of standard. Um, I think it's like Wolfenstein and New Order, Wolfenstein and New Colossus, which are both played and completed. And I've been working through, um, I'm trying to see it on my Xbox now, what's called uh, the Young Blood. Yeah, Wolfenstein and Young Blood, uh, which is weird. Is it, not, is it not Old Blood? There was a New oh. Order, the Old Blood, then Two, whatever that was called, and then the one with oh, his daughters in it. Yeah, so sorry, I think the old blood was like, I think that might have been, was that not the LC for the first one? That was like a spin off from the first one, yeah. Okay, so I've, I've not played that one. I've played um, oh, right. New Order, which was the first one, um, New Colossus, and then this is Young Blood, and this is his two. Was it, is it called Young Blood, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, weird because he forced you to play co op, so you can either have an AI controlled person or you can have a random person with the internet joined. I've been doing uh, right. control person. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a pain really because there's a lot of what a lot of cop games do is like, oh, to go to the next area, you've got to press a switch. Uh, we've both got to play, uh, press it at the same time. And historically, when you've got an AI controlled co-op partner, they're not great at pressing the button when you need them to press the button. So much so that <laughs> a lot of time I've been stood there holding down my button, literally just looking at the computer control <laughs> co-op partner, just stood there in front of me, not, not pressing the button, that's two or three meters to our left. Stood there looking straight at me. That's really irritating. <laughs> but they're okay. I mean, they're not the best games in the world. I've literally been playing them on the easiest setting just to like blast through them. Um, because at the minute, Wolfenstein, well, Bethesda Software, who make um, physical games, rather than like Bethesda Proper, the software company, they've just done a Kickstarter for Wolfenstein board game. So uh, I've backed that, and I thought, oh, I'll just flash through them all, just to like get myself a bit more excited for the board game. So uh, it's it's been all right. Um, other than that, what I have been playing a lot of, uh, and it's a shame Joe's not on tonight because I would have liked to talk to him about it. Um, there's a game called Valkyria Chronicles. Now there's a bunch of them, but the first one has been released on the Switch, which is what I've been playing recently. Um, but it's sort of a tactic-based shooter, and I know Joe enjoyed Fire Emblem, and I know he enjoyed XCOM. So um, I wanted to just have a go through that because I think you quite like it as well. Um, the system controls a little differently. You've got your sort of map and it is turn-based. You move all your guys and the computer moves all their guys. 
um, but the way it actually plays, rather than a grid system like Fire Emblem or XCOM, um, it's a bit more free roaming and you can move your people wherever you want um, and there's not really a proper cover system. But then when you want to aim and shoot at someone, um, you physically aim uh, on screen and then you have to target your shots. Obviously, headshots will do more damage than body shots. Um, similar to like Fire Emblem, is a sort of rock, paper, and scissors idea where like one unit is good against the next unit, which is good against. It's a bit dated now because it is a relatively old game. Um, the sort of background and the history of the game is it's sort of a fake World War II setting. Um, so you've got like the sort of fake Nazis, just because that's the theme I've gone for. Um, it's just Nazis all week, really, for some reason. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, pretty interesting. It was on sale for £7-ish on the Switch, which is why I picked it up, um, even though I'd already played it in the past. But it's quite handy to just have a Switch and make it portable rather than having to play it on the telly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'd, I'd recommend it, especially if you can still get it for £7. I think it's a, it's a good little game for that. Um, but other than get, uh, game-wise, other than that, and Animal Crossing, which is going to be just an ongoing hour slot of my day every single day for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's all I've really been playing. Can I just go back to Wolfenstein for a second? Yeah. I love the Wolfenstein games. The only one I've not played so far is a young blood. I've played the other three. There's a VR game as well that I've not played yet, but uh, can you guess why I love them so much? Because you're a Nazi. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> 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 it uses the uh, same engine as uh, Doom and Doom Eternal, and it's yeah. made by yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's that sort of you've got sort of the holy trinity of that sort of era of shooters, which was Wolfenstein, Quake, and Doom. They're all like yeah. um, that sort of sort of same feeling. They're uh, they're a lot different than say first person shooters that's come like sort of post Halo. These are like yeah. the older breed that were there in the first place. It reminded me of a Bioshock quite a bit, the new Wolfenstein games, but literally the shooting. It's not, not as frantic as Doom is, but the shooting and stuff and the mechanics, they're all exactly the same as Doom, which, uh, yeah, I just love, just love, love everything about that kind of uh, like a gameplay engine that, that it have set up in Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the, the, the Doom games are incredible. Like, the gameplay, like, something just completely different about that kind of... Um, I don't even know how to explain it. But, you know, yeah, it's like frantic kind of yeah shooting, like yeah, love it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still yet to get Eternal, but um, it's on my, my list of things to buy. <laughs> I've, I've I've watched like Jack Black playing it on YouTube with his kids. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and and it looks incredible. Like uh, it, like, but like some of the like levels just look mental like his kids insisted he played on like the hardest difficulty and <laughs> don't don't know if you're aware but jack black isn't exactly the the best gamer in the world <laughs> but um it's just funny watching him play it though it's really good yeah. um did you want to talk about your resident evil john or yeah not got much to say really just that i spent all week playing a uh, resident evil two and three the remakes uh, I'm going back on your word last week. I, I, I think I was quite negative about Resident Evil 3. But I've played it three times now. And it gets better with every playthrough. Like the, the Capcom have put this mechanic in there where 
if you finish the game, you, get, you earn points, and you can then spend those points in a shop to like unlock stuff. And it just changes the gameplay completely. Like you can start the game with like an infinite ammo rocket launcher and stuff like that. Because like you can race through the game in like ninety minutes kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's just it rewards playthroughs and it gets better with everyone, I think. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm loving that now. It's a funny experience as well playing Resident Evil two and three back to back because they go back to the police station in part three. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Resident Evil at all, but in two and three, they take place at the same time with different characters. And so, like, you're crossing over paths with, like, characters from part two. Yeah, but yeah. there's one bit where you go back to the police station, but you're there before the characters even got there in part two. So you see stuff happen in part three that when you play part two, like, a night after, like I've done, you realise, oh, my God, that's only there because you've just done that in part three. Do you know, do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, there's yeah. just something to that element of, like, the crossover that I love. You get to see like a couple of policemen getting killed at one point, and one gets hung up, hung up from the ceiling by his uh, by his neck. And then when he played part two, he's there at the start, and you're like, "Oh my god!" I just like, last night I saw him get killed. <laughs> are, are these are these um, things that were in the original games? Are these just new additions for the remakes? Or there's a lot of new additions. I mean, uh, two like in part in the original part three, you went to the police station with Jill, where like. And like they've right. changed a lot of it, which is why a lot of people don't like it. They've cut some stuff out and changed stuff around. Yeah. But uh, I would definitely recommend it. Like, if you can play two and three back to back, back to back, it'll be such a rewarding kind of playthrough because you'll see like through lines from from one game to the other that you wouldn't normally click on with kind of thing. But yeah, part three is fantastic. Definitely ignore my podcast last week. Definitely go and buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, is that and anyone else got any more games they want to talk about? Human? Um I've signed up to EA Access this week. Um, um so it's like three ninety nine a month. <clears throat> so I went through uh, a few of the games. Um the ones that stood out for me that I wanted to play. Um was PJ Tour, um, the Roy McElroy one, um, <clears throat> Fight Night Champion, and Skate Free because I wanted to play Skate Free. Um, I think Joe is just joining now. Okay, oh. here he is. <laughs> Joe, Joe is just coming in. Is he coming in on audio only? Possibly. We'll see. He's there no, now. no, he's not. He's got a video. <laughs> Hello, Carla. <laughs> Hello, 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 I'm alive. <laughs> You're alive on air. I'm always with the boys. Hi, boys. I see you, Joe. Uh, uh, hi, uh, this uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, a question for the podcast? Um, yeah, I should have came prepared. I did not, so no. <laughs> Um, oh, but, Joe, uh, just uh, come in at the gaming section. And I was going to say, who's Sue's segment of a torpedoed? Um, Inman's actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, Steve did say he wanted to talk to you about some games, but um, yeah, but um, so so you get to do that now, I guess. Um, did Inman want to talk about what he was talking about, though? 
Go back to. Uh... Oh, sorry, John. Is that Joe on video or? Yeah. It's a bit of a pain now because I've got to keep oh, no. the Yeah, man's on two pages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Steve, if you want to have this discussion with this, about this game. Well, it's a bit weird now because I've already, uh, I've already talked through it a little bit, but um, it basically boils down to Joe, buy Valkyria Chronicles on the uh, Switch for £7. It's good. I think you'll like it. Uh, I've played the first one. Valkyria oh, Chronicles. Yeah. I've uh, I've played most of the first one. Um, not that I lost interest. It was just one of them games that I put down and then never bothered picking back up. Yeah, there's a problem with like all RPGs. I think all sort of like long sort of JRPGs or anything like that. As soon as you step away from it, you've got to start again, haven't you? Really? It it was a bit like an anime XCOM. Um, but if I was going to play that, I'd just play XCOM. To be honest. Fair enough. Yeah, so, I get that. Uh, yeah. I like this sort of vague World War II setting. Yeah, it's I'll got a good aesthetic World to it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, I, I, I imagine if I tried it again and put my mind to it, I'd probably enjoy it more. But yeah, it was okay. Fair. That's a good point that you might like it. What? <laughs> 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 I don't, sorry, I've I've obviously jumped in mid-show and. Um, I don't, I don't know what the prompts are yet because I'm looking at everyone and I've not learned. I know we've all done this podcast in person before, but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's strange. Yeah, You're giving us way too much credit, Joe. We haven't got any prompts or anything. We're <laughs> <laughs> literally just watching out for other people talking. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if, if you're on the game section, I've, got, I've been playing a game, many, many games. Um... Well, may, well, I'm not going to go over Animal Crossing again, but Steve, I've got all the fruits now, so if you need some fruits, I'll send them over. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. We'll sort um, that out. I, I do need flowers, though, so you're going to have to send me some flowers. Then, out of context, uh, don't don't cut that. Don't edit that bit um, and make a sound bite. I'm not... Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just leave that in context of Animal Crossing. Um, so, uh, I've been playing... I, I definitely need... Well... Do you know what tulips? I'm alright for tulips. We'll do this off the show. Wow. Uh, uh, way there. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I won't. I won't. We won't keep going on about the flowers. Um. But I've been playing mainly. Well, not mainly. Uh, Streets of Rage one and two. Um. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Streets of Rage four's out next week. Yeah. Streets of Rage four's out next week. So. Um. I thought, why not play the original ones? So, for me. Streets of Rage 1 and 2 were the, the two that I owned and played more of. Uh, Streets of Rage 3, I only played like a few years ago for the first time. But I'm just going through the ball, and then I, I'm, I'm really, I've really got my fingers crossed for this new game. I'm hoping it's going to... Have, they, have, they stuck with the, uh, have they stuck with the uh, kind of new art style that they went with, which was like... Um, uh, like it's almost so, it looked like one of them old Newgrounds games, if you remember them, where it was just yeah. really high quality. Well, well, Newgrounds was not really high quality. Like the animation could be very well, like really good. So this new Streets Rage one has got. Uh, it's not cell shaded, but it's it's more cartoony graphics than the originals. But I'm I'm in for it. They, they've got a few characters on there from the old games, and on the trailer I've seen, they've got the same sprites as the original games, which. It's kind of right. cool, but then it doesn't fit with the, the aesthetic of the rest of the game. But 
yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm just uh, finishing Streets of Rage 2 now. And yeah, then moving on to the next one. Been playing on me uh, PSP Go that I got on eBay, which <laughs> came with lots of stuff already added to it. So that's, that's where I've been playing it. I can't believe it's out next week. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it was that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, there was a lot of worry I had at the start when they announced this. That I think the, one of the main parts of Streets of Rage is the music. And it was sounding like, yeah, it was sounding like they weren't getting. The uh, the guy back I've forgotten his name I actually googled it literally half an hour ago but um, uh, yeah they've he wasn't originally uh, involved but now he is so oh. as this development of the game's gone on it sounds like they've got the original producer down to at least compose some of the music so it's going to carry some of the elements over from the first few games I'm hoping so that's my main that's my main thing I'm I'm playing. Nice. Two's definitely the best one, isn't it? Two's a funny one because I got a Mega Drive when I was five, and um, one of the first games I was Streets of Rage Two, and I think I was in like year three or something. Um, me and this lad at school, we were trade. This isn't about well, this is about the game, but not about the quality of the game. I'll just finish. Um, the so basically, someone lent the game off me when they were, we were in like year three, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give it you back next week." And then he moved away with my game <laughs> and never, like, never got so never got that back. So yeah, <laughs> um, so I've got I had this bit of mem- like bitter memories of Streets of Rage Two because I was just devastated that I lost it when I was like a kid. <laughs> but yeah, Streets of Rage. One was the one I've probably played the most of because obviously me, me game got nicked. Um, but yeah, Street Race 2 is probably the best one. I've enjoyed it a lot more than the first one. Again, they change too much stuff in part three. They go like too, uh, too big with it and they have like branching paths and stuff like that. It's, you know what I mean? They get away from what was good about it kind of thing, but it's still a good part three, but it's not as good as uh, two. Yeah, I'd, 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 I've played three, but it's, uh, it's the summer different about it it doesn't really feel like it's the same as the first two games but yeah, yeah I, I suppose the, the nostalgia for me and probably most people is based off the first two games but the difference i found between the first one and the second one is that the second one starts out starts out easier but the actual curve for difficulty seems harder so i'm getting towards the end of this game now i had no trouble on the first game but then the second game it's starting to i'm starting to struggle but yeah two is rock solid yeah, yeah. No, I've enjoyed it. Fantastic. Um, well, well. Um, when you just joined, in we was halfway through talking about um, his new subscription to uh, EA Games. I believe. <laughs> Do you want to carry on with that, Inman? <laughs> yeah, can um, uh, EA Access. Um, so signed up wow. this week. Um, so. Um, so I'm kind of like a uh, hobby golfer, I suppose. Um, so it's got a PGA Tour on there, so that scratches an itch while I can't go out and play golf to play Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour. Um, it's not the best of games, um, but it's sort of like you can go for a round of golf and sort of like the there is a story mode, but it's not in-depth whatsoever. Um, so the game came out in 2015 
and there's tons of other EA Sport games which had story modes around that time or even games before that, uh, which I'll get onto, which had story modes which were far better than this. Um, so I don't really understand why they couldn't have put a bit more effort into this of how there's not more like progression or sort of like more detail into um, sort of like more training or sort of like just more in-depth story into your character and things like that. It's just you go out and play around a golf and that's about it. Like there's no, there's <laughs> absolutely nothing to your character or backstory or seemingly anywhere that you develop at all. Um, <laughs> lots of issues actually with the game as well that just cuts between lots of scenes where the crowd disappear, your caddy just disappears, or you and your caddy are stood on the green, but you, the crowd isn't there anymore and things like that. It's all very <laughs> odd. But it's kind of like a, re- a relaxing game to play. Um, just going around nice scenery. Um, that's quite good. Um, Can I cut in there? Yeah, go on. Just worth mentioning that the that was like the comeback game for PGA, that. In about was it about 2016 or 2017 that they released it? Uh, 2015, I think it came out. It was 2015. That was going to be mm. their comeback game for the, for the series after Tiger Woods uh, mm. did what he did. That yeah. that kind of ended <laughs> ended the series for a bit, and they tried bringing it back with a uh, McElroy, but I believe it didn't get well well received, kind of thing. <laughs> and that that was the last game in the series. Now, isn't it? They, they haven't done one since. No, they've not done one since. But I, I speak to one of the mates about it. He's, He's a lot more into golf than me, and he plays he plays the game a lot. Um, and he was saying sort of like it, that game seemed to be, made them no money, um, and they didn't really put that much development into it because they seemed to know that it wasn't going to make them a lot of money because it no how no longer had the Tiger Woods name. So because they had Tiger Woods, a lot of people that were non golfers would still buy the game, but because it no longer had that name, people wouldn't buy it or gamers wouldn't buy it. They would. They knew only golfers that were gamers would buy it, so the market for it was a lot smaller. So yeah. that's probably why the story mode wasn't as developed or focused on or had a lack of investment or development. It's probably why it's not as good. That is funny looking back now, just the idea that a PGA game came out every year, like FIFA. Mm. You can't imagine that now, you know. <laughs> No, People and that's why they don't do <laughs> yeah. um, So another one that I've been playing is Fight Night Champion, which is... Um, Can I jump in with a quick golf question, Sam, before you yeah. go off the golf game? Um, have you played Everybody's Golf? Uh, no, I've not. But I think I, d- I did look into a few of the other golf games which are about, um, but that one was just the easiest to get hold of on the EA Access. I've uh, I I bought everybody's golf like last year and um, mm. yeah it's a more of an arcade golf game you're not going to yeah. get well, you know you were saying the nice scenery and stuff you're not going to get yeah. that it's going to be a lot more um, yeah gamey but yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed that for for a like nice little arcade golf game it was it was quite fun yeah I mean I might check a few more out because this it's it's nice but it's not it's not a sort of uh, it's not the the uh, the game that I wanted, so I might still check out a few of the other golf games that are about. 
I, I don't think you'll find any better than We Golf. That was. That was I was just going to say that. Easily, <laughs> easily the best. That, yeah, for enjoyment, that is probably the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. more from a hardcore point of view. That that's hardcore golf. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on to Fight Night Champion. Uh, it's a 360 game. Always loved the Fight Night series. Um, I don't think it's the best Fight Night game, but the Champion. Uh, story mode that is is a great story mode uh, yeah mode the what sorry sorry mate you just managed to cut out then sorry about that oh sorry um, it's, I think it's a really good story mode it's not very long at all um, but you kind of have two different story modes so champion is kind of like the person that they put you into um that you play through and it has all the cutscenes and things like that and then they have another mode called legacy mode which is where you set up your own character to be more like you um almost like be a pro on fifa um so i've just started that mode um but i think this came out in 2011 and like i kind of feel like that's four years previous to the pga tour and that's a lot better than what PGA Tour was, um, so yeah, I'm really enjoy- probably enjoying that a lot more um, as a, a game and development and sort of like um, character standpoint. I like how uh, OTT the story mode is in that game. If like memory mm. serves, it's like a Rocky film. You're in jail after like ten minutes yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to like fight your way through jail and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's loads of fights in jail. It's like your bare knuckle, like fist fighting and stuff like that. It's crazy. It's just, just like, yeah, um, yeah. It is OTT. Like you said, it's like, uh, and it's like that's right from the off. Like two minutes in, or like one of the first cutscenes. Um, there's like, oh, you like the world champion, and you get like you get accused of murder or something, or accused of like. Um, I think you're an up and coming star. You do you you sort of like you're bound for success, and then uh, the police come in and frame you, or you're framed for something. <laughs> the police the police are on the payroll of a promoter. They frame you, then you get put away, then you come out of jail. You've got to fight your way back. Then you got to fight your way back. Then you have a fight. You have a fight with your brother, which is very much like Warrior, the film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's a pretty good story. Um, but I love Fight Night. It's great. Yeah, Fight Night's great. Um, but I don't think they've done any of those for the Xbox One. I'd quite like them to do uh, a remaster or a, a, a new version. Yeah, like a new version of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, access. I've got Skate 3 downloaded that I'm going to play through. Uh, look, proper looking forward to that. And there's tons of other games on EA Access, so um, look forward to playing through a few of those. Three ninety nine a month. Skate 3 is a classic, so. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to play on that. So, yeah, I think that's... Have you, have you heard uh, that there's a possibility that there's a Tony Hawk skate coming out very soon? Really? Yeah. yeah, so uh, a few things have leaked out about that. So 
Um, there was a band who've done a few songs for the soundtrack. They announced that they were going to be on the new Tony Hawk game when they shouldn't have done. Um, there was a female skateboarder who had an interview and then she was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm on the next Tony Hawk game. So it's like they're, they're definitely making one, but it's not been announced. So it's, the rumor is that it's going to be Tony Hawk Skate 4. Tony Hawk Skate 4. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good because I, ho- I hope they cross over like the skate uh, mechanics, but with the Tony Hawk sort of like branding, I suppose, and sort of like the skaters from Tony Hawk. That would be the the mashup that I'd I'd want. See, that's what I've always wanted. But when I think about it, they're both that different that I kind of want both of them. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's not the same game, is it? But no, yeah. Mm. Lovely. Um, so that's the end of the game section, I, I suppose. Um, also, one last thing. Oh, just to let Steve know, Streets of Rage Four will be on Game Pass at launch. There you go. Perfect. I'll have, to, I'll have to spend tw- twenty quid on that. <laughs> <laughs> game Pass makes the future. I, yeah. To be to be fair, um, Game Pass is the one for a quid, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so there's an introductory offer which is like makes it a quid. Um, if you've got an Xbox, like it converts all your live into Game Pass. So the current like workaround it by like a year or two of Xbox Live, then when it is mental. You, yeah, I've been, I've been like, looking at PC. Yeah, so uh, so the easiest way, the cheapest way to do it is shop around, try and find the cheapest price you possibly can for like a year or two of Game Pass. Uh, just Xbox Live Gold, then pay the £1 and it will give you, I think it gives you like a month of three months, but it just adds it to what you've already got and converts everything over. So for like 100 quid, you can probably get Game Pass for a couple of years, which is really good because Game Pass is so good. Yeah, it's mad because um, like you're just saying that, like, I I'll have to pay twenty quid for that, but if it's if it's on Game Pass, I could technically go onto my computer. I'd hope that Street Fighter Four gets a PC release and pay a quid, get three months of Game Pass, and I wouldn't even have to pay for that Street Rage game. It's just yeah. it's just the yeah. way it is at the moment, isn't it? Game Pass has got that many amazing things on it. Yeah, it's I think, it's, I think... yeah, it's on PC as well. PC Game Pass. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. I think it's just Xbox at the minute, like, um, sort of structure-wise and what they offer is so good, but it's just they can't get any exclusive games, so they just will keep losing out in, like, a, a head-to-head console uh, because they don't have those exclusives, despite the fact, like, service-wise, and as a company, they're just offering you much more than Sony do at the minute. It's just, yeah, they just don't have any... There's no, there's no games that you'd buy an Xbox just to play, which PlayStation just loads. I think the big one for Xbox was Halo, wasn't it? And Gears of War, for that matter. But I've, like, I enjoyed the uh, Gears of War games, but I'd never buy an Xbox just to buy, just to play them. I mean, that's fair. I mean, Gears of War are good games, but yeah, it's not really system seller. But just to illustrate, like Game Pass at the minute. Like, Gears of War 5 immediately come out for free on Game Pass. In fact, I think you had Game Pass, you could play it early. So for free, you could play it early than people who bought the game. Yeah. It's just, I just, I think it's just Microsoft just almost don't really care about 
making that much money anymore. I think Microsoft at the minute feels like they don't care about selling consoles. They don't care about selling games. They want to sell like an ecosystem. They want to get people into the sort of subscription service. They want people to have Game Pass on the Xbox. They want to have it on the PC. And there's loads of rumors about what they've got next. So it'll be Game Pass on devices soon. Already you can stream the Xbox to um, to devices or to PCs. They did it before PlayStation did it. But you can you can absolutely stream an Xbox to any Windows 10 uh, PC you've got. And you can do it slightly trickier ways around to get it on your phone and stuff like that. There's rumors that, you know, eventually they're going to have it so you can stream it to the Switch, which will be insane if they do it because that's so good. I mean, the Switch just, you don't need another console. If you can stream to the Switch, you can play all your Switch games on it. You can use the Xbox to do all the power to play the better, more sort of resource heavy game on it. It's just um, just the way they go about it. It's so weird. It's just like they don't really want to be a games company anymore. They just want to be. And I think when they first sort of announced the Xbox One, it sort of gave a bit of a hint of basically where we've ended up now is what they wanted to do at the very start of the Xbox One. And everyone hated the idea of it and they got booed and they had to change and do loads of stuff. But they've just sort of gone back round full circle. <laughs> I know everyone's like fully on board for it. It's like, oh, well, they tried to do this five years ago. Like, nobody wanted it then. <laughs> it's, it's a strange one. You know, the one where you mentioned about Microsoft uh, Game Pass going on the Switch. That's just just insane when you think about it. It's just such a weird partnership between yeah. Microsoft and Nintendo. It's odd. Well, but, mm. I, but I'd want it. I'd want to get on that. Yeah, I mean, it's, they've got the whole Project X Cloud that they want to roll out, but you've got the situation where even Sony are buying Project X Cloud to use for the PlayStation. So, like, they're legit buying Microsoft Tech to just run the PlayStation 5 and stuff like that. It's just almost like Microsoft just don't really even care if you're on their own console anymore. They just want the system everywhere you want. So, like, what happens if, like, <clears throat> it'll probably never happen. It's more likely to happen on the Switch. But what happens if you can have a um, stream, like, an Xbox to the PlayStation? Like, what happens then? Like, they don't need to sell their own console anymore. And I think you can see that by the fact that, like, every Microsoft console release, and even now with the Series X, they're just becoming more and more like just a PC. They're just PCs now. Like they're not even pretend anymore. The new one even looks like a PC tower. It's just, <laughs> it's just like they're just not really that fussed about doing consoles anymore. And then, well, especially not the hardware. They just can't. Some will work PlayStation have struggled a little bit. Um, they got off to a really easy market dominating start with PS4. I almost feel like they've got a little complacent, um, which is something that you saw with the PS3. So obviously, the, the PS2 is still the best selling console of all time, and it ultimately like, massively dominated the market. So they didn't put that much effort into the PS3, and the 360 was massive. And it feels like they just, it might be the same. They're just going to let the same thing happen. They're just going to be a bit lazy. They're not going to innovate much. It's like when they're announcing backwards compatibility, which is something that got Microsoft loads of goodwill on um, this generation. He said, oh, yeah, maybe it'd be the top 100 PS4 games. But, okay, so you're not going to do, like, the PS4 library. And they've not even said anything about PS3 or PS2 or PS1. Whereas Microsoft said, oh, yeah, no, like, every game just going to work. Fine, don't worry about yeah. it. Just, like, and Game Pass is going to be day one, Series X. You could buy a brand-new console. You could buy the Game Pass subscription. It's like, all right, off the, off the start, I've got, like, 100, 200 games that I can just play. And, like, not just rubbish games, like, there's triple A titles in there. There's really big games in there. It's just mental. It's just, 
I just don't understand how they're doing so badly comparatively compared to Sony when I just feel like they're offering so much more. But I guess it just comes because they just have such a small amount of the market share. Yeah, it's a weird one. That and no exclusive games. You know, there's not yeah. really, uh, like Nick was saying before, the best they've got is Halo, which the Halo release for the Xbox One wasn't the best received Halo and Gears, which is good games, but I don't know if they're system sellers. I think you're forgetting about uh, Sea of Thieves, Steve. I'm not. I've heard TV is pretty good now. <laughs> it's um, great. <laughs> I mean, it's free on Game Pass, so it's, uh, we did actually play it a little bit, but um, we didn't have full headset support, so it was a bit difficult to communicate. So we uh, we never ended up going back to it really. But it was yeah, yeah, yeah. We should sort yeah, out a, a pirate crew. We should all get on Game Pass and start, <laughs> yeah. start our own. What do you call them? A crew. Yeah, yeah a crew. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think it was like a bandit crew or group or something. I was like, <laughs> no, it's literally a crew in it. So, sorry. <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we done with the game talk? Oh. Okay. Um, we did skip over TV, but has anyone got anything? to talk about in the TV department. Um, I've got one one show. Um Walking Dead. Um so oh, I've watched Yeah, I've got I've got uh, <clears throat> I've pretty much watched season nine uh, yesterday. Just watched um pretty much all of it. <laughs> Is that the latest I, one? Um see, I think season ten is aired. Um, but it isn't on Amazon, so I'm up to date on what Amazon has got uh, available on Prime, anyway. Um, so, um, spoiler alert, in case anyone hasn't seen Oh, it. do you know what? I, <laughs> I don't know if to take my headphones off for a few minutes. <laughs> you you <laughs> no, like, I was, um, I've... I'm about five or six seasons in, but then I stopped watching it because it, it went to shit, as, as everybody knows. Yeah. But because of it, the last couple of seasons might be getting a bit better. I've been I've been thinking, oh, I'm gonna rewatch all of Walking Dead because it might be better if you watch it in one go, like you know, well, all, like the poor seasons. <laughs> this is yeah, this is the, my yeah. thinking. Sorry, go on, Nick. I was going to say there that Paul that you don't want to. Uh, <laughs> what, I I I stuck with this show for a long time and I think it must have been like season seven or eight that I actually stopped watching it and like the past like the last couple of seasons I watched were just god awful (laughs) I see that I well um didn't they do some winter ones where it was snowy I think that might be is that the new one okay Sam are you giving spoilers for this one or previous seasons so it would have been for season nine that I was going to give spoilers on. Not like... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Not right. massive oh. spoilers, I don't know. No, like, <clears throat> if you're going to rewatch it, I don't think you should rewatch it from the start because you will go through some absolute dross. Like, there's no point... <laughs> dross? Going, going, there's no point going through all of it. Like, just pick up from where you last went off because I, I stopped watching it from probably where you are um 
and I would I've just proper dipped in and out and picked up like the half seasons every now and again. I went back to this sort of like halfway through season eight, completely forgetting where I was up to. And you can easily pick it back up and it like just watch a couple of the previouslys or a couple of the episodes of where you were and you'll easily pick it back up and then just start binge watching it again. Uh, binge watching it is the best way to watch Walking Dead because if I was watching season nine, I, I'd probably not be thinking it was a very good season if I was watching it week by week. And I think I've always said this about Walking Dead. If I was watching it week by week, I'd be forgetting every week where I was up to or where they, what the story was and stuff like that. But watching it, watching it, binge watching it is great. Like, because you're not forgetting the storyline or anything like that. I'd, I'd thought it was a pretty decent season. Um, but Was it a decent season or have your standards dropped because you really want to like it? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think it was a decent season. There were, there were a few moments where I was like properly shocked by the storyline and things that are happening and especially the... The second to last episode seemed like the finale episode. The last episode of the season was properly underwhelming. I didn't see the point. Like the last episode, I didn't really see the point of. Like this, the second to last episode seemed like the cliffhanger. I was confused at that because um, the second, the last episode, sorry, was the one where it got snowy. Um, so that's where they do a bit of a trek and the. It seems like um, they were building it up that they were supposed to be uh, in a lot of trouble going through a storm, and I never really felt like they were in a lot of trouble. At, I in, actually, in, I actually watched point. that. Yeah, I, I I started on this season actually. Then and I watched that. Uh, right. I've I've, no, I've I've not watched the latest season, but I remember watching that storm bit. So this is. When the bad guys are um, in Alpha and her yeah. cronies, isn't it? Mm. Okay. So I think that's like that season. That'll be season ten, where that probably all kicks off. Yeah. That that last episode in season nine is where that that gets set up in the snowstorm. Um. So, I won't spoil that, but that gets set up in the last episode of season nine. So the penultimate episode of that seems like is where the finale is because that is where main characters um die (laughs) um i won't say say which main characters um but like that was a proper shock but you i mean that's normally reserved for sort of like final final uh, scenes of the last episode isn't it so um but I thought it was a good season all in all for binge watching. But that's where I've got up to Walking Dead. But it just falls into the old tropes of someone gets in trouble and you play the guessing game of oh, who's going to come out of the woods and save them this time. And it's usually Daryl. So, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I just when I I just they play it off sometimes that they get into trouble with sort of like ten walkers and they'll either cut them down with either comedic effects or get into trouble when 
it can be to be the same 10 walkers and it's like there just seems to be no context of whether why 10 walkers can be troublesome or whether it'll be really easy for Michonne just to cut through them yeah, I, I don't understand. It just seems to be whichever way the show wants to shoot it. Or <laughs> thing is, like at the beginning of season eight or seven, what one of the two? I can't remember. They they got a um a brand new showrunner in for it. Right. So like the whole idea was that it was going to be like brand new, and um we're going to get like a new kind of take on the Walking Dead. And like you say, they just seem to have continued along the same path where it's just the same kind of um yeah it i mean it just you get those moments where it's sort of like it you're just getting the same thing from season three which is just, or season two where you just um where you're just getting like the worst parts of walking dead um some of it has changed like where you I I do think it is getting to become a better show if, if the new showrunner is if that's what has moved the show on. I I think they I think it has is becoming a better show again. I'm looking forward to watching season ten. I want to get on that as soon as I can. Um, and I'm and I'm back on to Walking Dead, which I wasn't previously. Sort of like I probably dropped off. So. Um, have you um, watched any of the spin-offs? Well, I say any of them. Currently, there's only one, but have you watched the spin-off? No, I was going to say uh, For the Walking Dead, I was going to ask you whether you've seen it or whether you rate it, whether it's any good. I started, I watched the first season of Fear the Walking Dead. Um, right. um, with The Walking Dead, it starts obviously like a year or so after the start of the kind of outbreak. Mm. Fear the Walking Dead starts at the very beginning so like it starts off people just living the normal lives and then you just watch it kind of blow up I found that that interesting Um, if if I remember correctly I can't even remember if I watched the second season I might have done but um, I I remember them kind of going off into different places and stuff and it just kind of got a bit weird for me then but I I found the first season was quite interesting with the characters that were in it and stuff I might give it a watch, but if it's not, if it's not going to give sort of like answers for The Walking Dead. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to be that interested. Well, I don't know. There's. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a spoiler, so I might not mention the actual characters. But um, there's certain characters that cross over between the two. Mm. Um, obviously, with the kind of time difference between the two, that confuses me. So I don't know if. Maybe the fear of the Walking Dead has caught up at certain points or not, but yeah, I think I'd heard some of it crosses over, and some characters are in both. But um, yeah, obviously, the Walking Dead is must be so far on if that's if fear of the Walking Dead starts right from the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see how that catches up. So yeah, I might yeah. give it a couple, give it a couple of episodes, and see how I feel about it. I'd, I'd say give it a go because I remember the first season being interesting. Yeah, but, um, but there's there's another one as well. I, I don't know if it's coming out soon or not. But the the they're doing a new one. Um, I can't even remember what it's about, so I don't even know why I have mentioned it. To be honest with you, but um, but yeah, um, like so the the 
proper blowing up the universe, the, the universe now as well because they, they've got a movie coming out, they've got another series coming out, and it's right. just expanding, expanding it quite a lot. And I, I mean, I never keep up with the news of around the show, but <clears throat> I do keep thinking sort of like um, how, like, or when sort of a uh, Walking Dead's gonna. And I mean, I, I was calling for it to end seasons ago, but yeah. <laughs> um, sort of like, are they just going to end end up with a completely new cast and just keep this going forever, or is it just gonna, like? Well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what I want to see, I want to see what's going on across the pond. Me, I want to see yeah. if the Walking Dead UK. <laughs> well, yeah. What what if the UK is just? Completely zombie free. If you go to if you go if you go out in Warrington on a Saturday night, <laughs> absolutely no different. Yeah. Cool. Um, anyone else got any TV shows they would like to talk about? No, but can I just cut in though? Steve, you look like you're ready to like do a creepy pasta or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking before, obviously the Xbox is on screen saver mode, but it's just all lit up now. Before I was all back, I was thinking, this is like in a horror movie where you find found footage. It's one person <laughs> like the last ever seen of this person, you know, you find the body a couple of days later. Uh, yeah, it's a bit like that at the minute. I've just been watching a quiz. <laughs> that was that's it. Oh yes. Yeah. Have you seen um the trailer or has anybody seen it? I've not seen the trailer, but I remember it being cast and the stuff when Martin Sheen was cast as Chris Tarrant. Oh, the company oh, that, yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, we've uh... had the Major Ingram. So, a trilogy of uh, three episodes. Uh, I've watched the first two. I've enjoyed it. Some of the acting is that... You know what I mean by, like, weird ITV drama? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's weird. To be fair, though, the guy playing uh, Chris Tarrant, Michael Sheen... He is class, like he's a class actor. Yeah, his great. Yeah, I've seen clips of him. He's amazing, isn't he? He's got all the vocal inflections and everything. It's all, yeah. all great. Um, but yeah, they basically just paint the story of in just quite an uh, odd few, like middle class people. It, it happened in the news. Uh, it, it happened. God, I can't give me words right. Um, yeah, it happened in real life, and it, it hit the news back in. Was it ninety? Was it in the late nineties? Was two thousand so, late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it just follows that. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Coughing cheat scandal, and it's been really interesting. I've I've really liked it. Hmm. I saw that Major Ingram has obviously come out again saying, "Yeah, I, I didn't do it. Shut up." Um, but he he also wants to uh, go again. He said double or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I see, like, they paint him as a complete dope in the show. Like, you, you don't think he's this, like, mastermind or anything. It's more the people around him. But he just comes off as this complete fool, to be to be fair. Have you seen but, the actual footage from the show? No, it's it's all drama. So like, put the, it, oh, Check out the footage on YouTube. It's so weird, like... Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to rewatch it, you know, when I finish this show. It comes across yeah, as, I mean, how, in, how, in, how in, anyone could have noticed what was happening, like... But it's, it's, on the drama, the way they do it, he goes, hmm, is it B, 
<laughs> just, <laughs> just, just that, that make it obvious. Yeah, but like the, in the drama, they should be like pan over to the producers and like something's wrong. They're cheating. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's, it's, it's a funny one. I, I've enjoyed it up to now. There was actually one question that I remember where, like, he's asked something and he it, it, it reads out all the answers. It's like, I don't think it's Paris. I don't think it's England. I don't think it's Germany. <laughs> I, think, I think it's Germany. <laughs> yeah, because on the, on the drama, he well, and in real life, he he was saying, "I'm gonna go with this," and then I'll go, "Nope, I've changed my mind. I'm gonna go with uh, Craig David." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Chris Aaron makes the point. He goes, "So you've changed your answer to Craig David, who you've never even heard of before." <laughs> Just, yeah, I need to watch this. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a go myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like, I'm liking it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Unless anyone's got anything left to do, I think that's we've reached our natural end. <laughs> good <laughs> no, no. Um, Yeah, so is, anyone, is, that, is that it for everyone or should we end it there? We're good? Yeah, okay. I'm not got anything yet. Fantastic. So, do we do we even do um, social media anymore? <laughs> There's no point. There's no point anymore because nobody's able to get out and buy anything anyway. So we're not selling. What were we selling? <laughs> <laughs> now we're sponsored by uh, Zoom and Unibet, aren't we? So. Oh, <laughs> Unibet. I forgot about that. Fantastic. Anyway, well, that was a good show, guys. Um, yeah, we'll end it there then. Um, I've been Nick, that's been John, that's been Sam, that's been Steve, and that's been Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Waving, there's not one. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, point... there he is. There's the a cat. Oh. I was like. I was like pointing at you all on the screen, but obviously no one can see my screen. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, fantastic. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And uh, probably we're doing the one next week. Or? Um, it works out quite nicely to keep them fairly regular. It's a bit easier than trying to organize everyone getting in one place at once, isn't it? All right. So yeah. we'll do one, do one next week then. Fantastic. Thank you very much for listening. And bye. 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 See you later. Bye. 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 I can leave those. How, <laughs> how do I leave? I'm just going to sit here and watch you try and leave this chat. Stop the video at least, I've done that. <laughs> right, I'm going to mute it. Uh...
I think he's mute. I just think he's muted. <laughs> he's still just in the sorry. JC, you still there? I think he's, can you hear us? Yeah. I reckon he can. <laughs> oh, he's gone. There we go. All right, in the... Uh, good show. Yeah, see you later, mate. Yeah.